Welcome to Aw Crap, a Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero, hosted by me, Kate Thompson. And me, Mark David Christensen. <laughs> we did it. We tricked you. We flipped we flipped the first voice you hear. Cause I was like, we gotta give we gotta let Kate drive this fucker. Keep your ears on your toes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Keep your ears on your toes. Well, goodbye. <laughs> I goodbye. Uh, first thing before we jump in uh, to this episode, I wanna hear because you finally watched the movie The Descent, which yeah. is Neil Marshall, who's directing the um, the new Hellboy. Um, what were your thoughts? Review this movie for our listeners. It was just so sad. It was a sad movie. Right. <laughs> it like, it's a sad movie. Real quick, yeah. if you haven't seen The Descent, here's a quick um, synopsis to it. If you've seen it, uh, maybe we might spoil stuff. I don't know. We probably will. Yeah, I uh, So imagine. skip over and go watch it or just skip over this, but I highly suggest you watch it. Uh, it's a caving expedition goes horribly wrong as the explorers become trapped in an ultimately pursued by a strange breed of, pre- of predators. I started reading that because it was IMDb and confident that they would. It, it wasn't a good to me. That's not a good synopsis. A sense yeah. it's like good friends go spelunking. Yeah, and then in the midst of one of them's like grieving over a dead like m- son. Her husband, her husband and daughter both that's right. die like right uh, right in the beginning. Yeah, they do. They get. In in a way that skewered, skewered by, by metal rods, yeah, metal rods that come off a truck, which according to movies is probably the way that I'm gonna die. It's uh, <laughs> I feel like so <laughs> I've seen that, and then now I I cannot look at a truck that's carrying anything like that and think like, well, that's a projectile that's gonna shoot. It's right happened through. before in real life. I think I, they it must it. have once at least. Yeah, I, I I feel like I've heard stories of that happen. Just rebar like flying through a windshield like. <sighs> And leaving just a clean hole in the windshield and in your skull. Wow. And that's how it starts. And then after that, it's like her friend's trying to take her on a trip to be like, it's okay. Yeah, like life goes on. <laughs> so you, and it's it's four women, right? Or is it five? Uh, it's like five. It's a whole crew of them. It's been yeah. like a week now since it's. That's seen. fine. Yeah. But they and go spelunking. They run into some crazy like vampire-esque. Yeah, these creatures that like, I think it's implied that they are people who lived down there and evolved to like, uh, just evolved to live down there. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, they're like cave drawings and they're humanoid and they are pale and you know, like how a lizard like lives in a cave and then it, it's blind and it has pale skin and whatever. And they, so but they're, they're car- carnivorous. Uh, yeah, they're very carnivorous, and they like, like, they have great hearing. And <laughs> yeah, because all the other senses other than sight. They'll come find you and sight. all your girlfriends and kill them. Because <laughs> they have no sight. Because yeah. they're used to living in the dark. Yeah. Which well, they do have. They probably have some sight. Then I don't know. I can't remember the movie. I, but I think they'll let you. You're the one that watched movie. it recently. Yeah, I mean, God, geez, Louise, recently ish. And now I'm like not even remembering. But yeah, they're like, they like they. This isn't a review of the descent. I just really want to know, know what you what you thought of it. I liked it. I thought it was cool. I was like, I found out they filmed the whole thing in England, even though it's supposed to be like somewhere along the Appalachian Trail. Or they something. filmed it where? It's in was filmed in the UK somewhere. Oh, okay. Of, it's like cool. Uh, yeah. And, um, but it looked similar. It was cool. And yeah, it's like one of the group wants to go like be like a real explorer and go check out this uncharted cave. So like nobody knows that they're there and it's very claustrophobic feeling. 
And all of these ladies have upper body strength that is just like unreal. Unreal. I was like, if I was ever caught in a cave, that would be that. I would just sit down and start banging a pot and pan because I would would rather have these creatures come eat me than just be like <laughs> fall to my death, like break my leg and die. Ah, that's funny. It had like this fake out ending too that I was like, oh, oh it has man. the dream ending, huh? Yeah, because she like gets out of the cave and is driving, and then yeah, it's a. It's I think a there's fake two meal. endings too. I think that that. If I remember right, when I saw this movie when it came out, yeah, I think that's like a reshoot ending or something. It says, yeah, in the American cut, she uh, she escapes but doesn't cut back to the cave, and then there's another one where she ends up, um, like just that was a that was a her. Like a it's like a, her had. losing her mind. In yeah, a sense. she's just going crazy and she's still stuck down there and just imagines it. Cool. <sighs> brutal. It is a brutal movie. Yeah. Um, you liked it though? I did, yeah. I thought the creatures were pretty cool looking. Like it was like um, you know, it's like any horror movie where the the characters like panic and do something dumb and like the one woman gets hurt by like she like thinks she sees light and then goes and falls and breaks her leg and then you know, yeah, it's like avoidable shit. Um, but that's just like that's hard movies. That's what you're in for, right? Yeah, that's what you're getting yourself into. Does somebody have to, like, I can't remember. Somebody, f- I remember one of the women, like, there's a real brutal situation where she has to, like, just fight him off. Well, there's what, I mean, there's a part where, like, one woman accidentally stabs her friend. That's and then, right. Yeah. I remember that. And she just leaves, she, like, panics and leaves her there to die. Oof. And she's like, I'm alive. Like, her friend is, like, choking on the ground, like, uh, hey, come on, kill me. And she like can't do it and just leaves her there to die. And Whoa. it's like, Ew, yeah. And then she yeah. ends up like dipping into the blood pit, right? To like sort of get an upper hand on them. Yeah, it's like. Because yeah. then she can't be smelled. Her yeah. scent won't be really there. Just like end up covered in gore. And, yeah, like, that's yeah. Right. yeah. That said. But it's so, I mean, that movie came out, what, like 2005? Yeah, 2005. It's So, it's uh, yeah, I'm interested to see over like 10 years where old. he goes from here like uh yeah neil marshall as yeah. a director yeah yeah i mean just i know it's he's evolved and we haven't seen his other re- most recent movies and things like that but yeah, maybe just like curious off to of see that, his yeah. other movies and just see what else what else he can do because this seems like something that he maybe i would imagine had a probably a fairly small budget for it's like mm-hmm. mo- you know half in the dark and <laughs> like uh, Does it make you confident with what he could possibly do with Hellboy? I think so. I mean, it's like it. I mean, it wasn't like the. It didn't blow me away. Like it wasn't my favorite movie of all time, but for sure, I thought it was cool. Like there were certain things that, just like having such a bleak situation with an all female cast, which I forget if that was like the original intention or not. I think the like studio maybe didn't want them. It wanted it to be more like we want like men. A, yeah. But I think it ended up I rolled up being, my eyes just so you all know. <laughs> An audible rolling of the eyes. <laughs> the, yeah. So I think like just like the idea that he was willing to do that and like have a movie where it was just all women and doing this crazy shit. Yeah. It was cool. I That's great. Yeah. Um, that said that he is the director of Hellboy. Yeah. It moves us right into our segment of countdown to hellboy 2019 <laughs> um there's not any major updates 
But I did run into just recently that Slash Film posted a new quote from Mignola himself, who is actually going to be writing with this. Uh, he was a co-writer on the movie. He's like more involved than the. I mean, apparently, he's more involved with this new reboot than he was the, than he the was previous. with the Guillermo that's del Toro. That's what makes me the most excited. Like, I think that's because he is just so funny and like has such a. I don't know. He's just got such a knack for writing like legit, sincerely funny stuff. Yeah, I agree. I think he has like a humor and also knows like horror well. Yeah. And all, and I mean, he knows, well, I'll correct myself. So uh, I'll correct myself about the Irish folktale. I guess like in the last episode, I thought that that one was based on the Tigo <laughs> Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. Anyway, I mean, that's he fine. knows we'll, about this stuff. I don't, but yeah. he knows we'll all We'll have about a correction it. a little later in the, the episode. <laughs> Just like that la- breadth of knowledge one. that he has okay. about, this, uh, about it is uh, promising. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, I want to read this quote real quick that they posted of him talking about it. This is what Mignola says about the new one coming. And then I, I, I have some comments, uh, little thoughts about it. He says, well, I mean, if anything, we're trying to do something very different. Basically, there's no part of Hellboy that was ever going to be like other superhero movies. And the more Marvel stuff there is, the more DC stuff there is, Hellboy never really feels like, even in the Del Toro things, a superhero movie. It's so much big team, big teams of guys in costumes running around and saving the world from big cosmic menace stuff. Mm-hmm. I believe the new movie will feel even less like a regular superhero thing. The idea with this one was to make it play much less like a superhero film, to downplay the superhero elements even more like than Del Toro did. This one is much more folklore, mythology, horror, and not big team rushing into do battle with whatever kind of stuff. Great. Quote. Yeah. That's like, that I mean, feels like what is the comic what is like. Is. Yeah. yeah. That's the appeal is that it's kind of, he's like this detective. It's a, it's, yeah. I mean, I never really, that sounds good to me. Like, I know that we categorize him as a superhero because he's in comics, but I never really thought of him as a superhero. Yeah. He's a, if anything, I mean, I don't know what you would categorize him as, but like a paranormal character. Yeah. He's got like a paranormal these, hero. Yeah. Less than a superhero. Yeah. I do find it funny though that everybody right now with Marvel sort of having like they've all they've been around for years, but they really have like been hitting it out of the park of recent. Mm-hmm. That a lot of people have to like make it clear like oh, where we stand with them. Like, are we into them? Are we against them? Uh, this movie's not going like, to be m- that. like comic movies in general. Yeah, or, and yeah. I think it's very funny. I don't think I think Manila's a little more soft, just trying to make it clear that they're doing something different. Yeah, I think he wants to prepare fans with that statement to be like, it's not going to be this yes. maybe like this big epic fight kind of situation. It's not going to be Guillermo's at all. Yeah, you're not going to have like buildings. Like, you know, like Smashing, cityscapes yeah. being smashed or something like that. Yeah, it makes Which me excited fine. for well, it. crazy to me, too, that Guillermo, like, that that his movies ended, like, looking at Pan's Labyrinth and stuff, that, it, like, that, Pan's Labyrinth feels more Hellboy than Hellboy, kind of. A like, little bit, You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, it's, totally. like, it's, like, it is weird smaller that smaller and weirder and, yeah. yeah. And I think there's elements of Hellboy in, in his Hellboys, of but course. I agree oh, yeah. with you. His Hellboys feel more Pacific Rim. Yeah, like more action-y, which yeah. is, which, you know, I... That could be a, a studio request. Yeah. And I still enjoy those movies, like, yeah. thoroughly. I and mean, we'll definitely be covering them, too. For sure. On the but, podcast. Yeah. Um, I enjoy them, too. I mean, I have my gripes just because I love the comics so much. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Yeah. They're just separate. It's like a separate thing. Yeah. So it'll you have be to treat cool it like the see... MCU and the Marvel comics. Like yeah. they, they should be treated separately. Totally. 
but yeah, so it'll be exciting to see something that like even Magnolia's saying like this is a little bit closer to what I was going for. Yeah. That. Yeah. I think yeah, it makes me excited. That's all. Yeah, me too. That's the only update we have for uh, <laughs> Hellboy. Hey, it's something. Countdown to Hellboy. Breadcrumb. 2019. <laughs> yeah, a little breadcrumb. I'll take the breadcrumbs. They're yeah. fun. Um oh, and also I just listened to David Harbour on the What the Fuck oh, cool. with Mark Marin. Yeah. He's very interesting. They barely touch on Hellboy at the very end. Yeah. But it was interesting to hear him say that he he is one is he's a very cynical guy, which is funny. Oh really? Yeah, he's very <laughs> pessimistic. Yeah. Um, even to the point where he just he admits to like thinking four episodes into filming Stranger Things, he's like, no one's going to like this. Yeah. Which I think is charming <laughs> in a way. Yeah. But then he also says with Hellboy, though, he thinks it's a good movie. Cool. And he says, Ron Perlman, they met and had dinner, which I think he's been quoted as talking about. But he says, yeah. he's like, yeah, Ron Perlman was really cool. He just doesn't want to be talk, talk about Hellboy anymore. Cause yeah, everyone's like, I'm sure it's like. Everybody's like, whoa, well, everybody like over-concerned about. Yeah. It's like, they'll be fine. I'm sure it is it like, uh, I'm sure it's exhausting to be cast in a movie like that. If you're, if you're, especially if you have no geeky background, like if you mm-hmm. didn't grow up with like really into comics or whatever, like it must just be like, man, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think you're I put right. on a red suit and then I played that guy. Like it must be like, you know, it's, I, I, I don't know if there's an equivalent, like, I don't know. I don't think Maybe there if is. you And you're lucky if you can get out of that, I think. Yeah. It's similar to like I this is only this is in my head just because I've listened to like two interviews with Henry Winkler. Like that guy was known as the Fonz. It's for very so long. long. Like still. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so just like coming off that you have either I think you can be buried by it. Yeah. Or you can be like just persevering and then be lucky enough to get something after. Yeah. Ron Pilgerman has been consistently doing stuff. Yeah. Wall Hellboys. So I think he's going to be just Yeah, he'll be fine. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, I can see the risk. I mean, there's people like Chris Evans who it's insane. He was cast as first, his first comic book character was the Human Torch and the fantastic, the shitty yeah, Fantastic right. Fours. Yeah. But then he, and those are shitty movies. I'll say <laughs> it. even Sorry, says that Chris on Evans. the Blu-ray now. Yeah. It's like the shitty Fantastic Fours. That's <laughs> insane. No, I mean, the reboot wasn't as any good any as well. But the shittier. Shittier. Um, Man, they're really, they can't do it. Yeah, but then he became Cap, and I think you couldn't have gotten a better person to be Cap that yeah, I can great. think of. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess it's, it's yeah. hard to do those monikers, those yeah. big titles, iconic characters. I'm trying to think of some analogous thing where it's like, I don't know, if you played like some, uh, like a figure in history and you didn't know shit about history or something, like yeah, just getting right? questions about like, you know, like I played Mary Todd Lincoln and then, and then I don't like, really know too much about it beyond that. And then you have, uh, I don't know, like. <laughs> yeah, you'd know enough to research to play the part, but beyond that, it's like, right, it's unless like, you became consuming my life. Yeah. I'm unless, not a historian. Yeah, go ask a historian. Yeah. Go ask a comic book nerd about it. Not like I'm me. an actor. I don't know. Yeah, I played Hellboy for a while. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, um, well, let's move on. Yeah. Um, we're gonna our first. We're gonna be covering two um, shorter issues of Hellboy. A little like one-off stories. Our first one um, is gonna be the corpse. Yeah. Um, the corpse. Now we have some information about this. Uh, real quick, just some 
credit stuff. It was written and illustrated by Mike Mignola, colored by Matt Hollingsworth, and lettered by Pat Brazu. I don't. Hopefully, I hit that name cor- correctly somewhat. <laughs> and it was edited by Barbara Kessel and Scott Alley. Um, this was originally the publication history on this, which I'm pulling from Hellboy Wiki. It looks like it was originally as like two page installments mm-hmm. in Capital Cities Advanced Comics catalogs from number 75 to 82 back in between March and October 1995. And then in January of 1996, the entire story was collected into a new page, a new uh, with a new opening page, excuse me, and an eight page conclusion. So we're reading like that final um, version, of course. Um, and then that's when it became part of the second story we'll be covering in the Iron Shoes. Um, but that's it. And then it was collected, of course, into the collection of the Chained Coffin and the others, as well as um, the volume two of the library edition. Um, other information, you want to cover that? Yeah, like the, his, his little, little thing snippet. Here. Yeah. So this story is actually he's saying that. Yeah, this is the he, correction we we teased about. Yeah. Earlier. So like, I guess for <laughs> I don't know. I was just like going through Google trying to find the Irish folktale that the uh, that our the previous story we covered was based on. So I was I I got confused. So this All one good. is more t- pulling from Tigo Kane and the Corpse, that Irish folktale, and yeah, he. But it looks like it's kind of a amalgamation of these other folktales, too, um, that he kind of mentions, like the changeling, the bouncing rock, Jenny Greenteeth. So he's like pulling a lot of these things in here. And uh, yeah, he was saying two page installments for this story, like each little it was just two page sections. Yeah. So he's like, How the hell do I do that? Which I think is interesting, too, because he he did do it. He accomplished it. And like, yeah. Uh, so much of Hellboy, I think, is like about being like concise and like saying a lot with very with seemingly very little, like even his, like from the art down to his writing. So like having a challenge where he has to do a two page installment seems like perfect for for Mike Mignola. Like, sure. that's like, yeah, it seems like something that he probably loved to try, although he does say here that he kind of like thought it, that it was terrible. Um, yeah, I love this. He yeah. says, several people I respect and admire consider The Corpse to be the best Hellboy story I've I've done. And then he says, read the introduction by Craig Russell. I guess I would agree, but when I first did The Corpse, I was convinced that it was the all-time worst story I'd ever done. Yeah. I don't remember why. Oh, well. <laughs> and Probably the- just like racking his brain to do this, like to do it well, but I mean... Totally. I mean, he seems like a bit of a perfectionist, yeah. at least at this point in his career. For sure. Um, and I mean, I mean, and I think these, I mean, I could be wrong and somebody could correct me as we go through these, but I feel like these shorter stories dip off after like Hellboy sort of gets a fan base. Yeah. Because it probably is too challenging to do these little snippets. And then once yeah. it has like a running thing, it's like, well, I'm sure I can... this made it build momentum too. Cause they're oh. so good. Like yeah, they're, they're still amazing. great. Let's just jump right into it off Sounds of that. Good. Cause yeah. I think, um, cause we want to cover this plus the next story. I mean, this is a great, our first page is sort of like the splash page for the corpse in this. Yeah. I'm assuming this got added on when, with the uh, eight page or what it said after it's yeah he said he put in the title print. page there too like yeah later. the title page is cool it's like silhouetted um, characters that will meet the corpse itself as well as this creepy which we'll find out as a king in shadow yeah. I love I'm, that he looks yeah. so cool like he's got the like 
Mignola of runes and glowing eyes and stuff yes. like that. Yes. And you've got these cool, like, knobby tree limbs behind him and everything. Mm-hmm. And there's um, a yeah. little poem called The Fairies by William Ellingham. Up the airy mountain, down the rushing glen, we darn't go a hunting for fear of little men. Ooh. Yeah. A little, little fun little. Uh, <laughs> the Irish were really scared of little, little yeah, creatures. <laughs> they really were. Yeah. I wonder if it, yeah. Or at least if, they told their kids that to be like, don't go out late at night. Right, yeah. You're going to get eaten. You're going to get eaten up or just like step in a hole and sprain your ankle or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. So funny. And then the next opening page, it says Ireland, 1959. We have like a wide shot of a little cabin, almost like it looks like, I don't know Ireland very well, so yeah. it's, but it's like, looks like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Still. It looks pretty isolated and yeah, uh, just a, and I think it's one of these stories that confused me early on when we talked about in the podcast, how I always thought it, these were taking place in the sixties. Yeah. Cause I think of stories like this, that would like that down the line, we're like, Oh, it's from the 59. Yeah. So these must all be. And I was like, no, you just weren't reading. <laughs> you weren't paying attention that the first stories are in the nineties. He just like doesn't age though. It's like, there's, I think he I really think doesn't. I think a, it's fair to get a little confused if you're just picking up random issues. Cause you're not sure. really sure. Like, Oh, where's, where is this? So it's yes. nice to get that little Ireland 1959 in there too. Yeah. Um, uh, the yeah. first line of dialogue is, a very jagged um, word bubble uh, and in bold. Yeah. What have you done with my baby? Yeah, just like <laughs> this hysterical, like, I mean, that must be so scary. And yeah. then, yeah, we see this mom, like, begging a baby not to be heard and bring her back to me. Yeah, and this little, yeah. this baby that looks Yeah, it's like, what are you talking right about, now? lady? There's a baby right there. <laughs> yeah. And then we have her husband who opens the door. Uh, Margaret, I found someone who can help us. And you just hear this little man, but you see his little Hellboy's glowing Hellboy's eyes from shadow eyes, and so yeah. Um, She's still frantic. As I mean, when I say frantic, I mean, she's valid. Understandably so, yeah. She's, she's, <laughs> and then Hellboy addresses her. Uh, I like a lot of the dialogue in this short story, to yeah. be honest. I think it's really clean and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her immediately. That thing over there, that isn't my Alice. I know it. I know it. Yeah. When my husband's away, it laughs at me and says things, awful things. So creepy. Like yeah. the idea of that is so scary. Ugh. Just yeah. like thinking that you're, oh, like I'm with my my child that I love. And then the baby's like, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, I love, we don't really Fuck understand you. what it's, Yeah, exactly. It's like the exorcist of it. It probably is. like, I'm going to eat you, lady. I'm going to eat you. I'm a baby. Yeah, just like anything. He probably anything. called it a C word. Yeah. I don't know if we can say that word. Can we say cunt? Sure, we can say that. <laughs> Can we say cunt campfire media? Yeah, can uh, we? Well, we're saying it. Yeah, sorry. But I feel like a baby saying cunt is very funny and yeah. very scary. Homeboy's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think I see what I could do. And it almost seems like he's doing that like fun thing of like, kind of like baby talking to it like i don't know you look pretty good to me yes yes you do like so <laughs> but probably in this deep hellboy voice like is your old mean mother crazy like <laughs> yeah i love it like it's almost like a he's playing he's playing coy to get closer yeah. to the baby yeah um, sneaking up because the parents are right there like holding each other look watching this yes. go down and i think we've mentioned this before too especially when we had um johnson on about how you start to see m- there's a lot of dialogue in these first yeah, issues. And you'll yeah. see that even coming up, I think, in season or next season, uh, when we get into the further main arcs, but you'll start to see diminishing of that, I think, mm-hmm. if I'm if my memory memory is correct. But that's why I love 
when he, Magnola, can convey a lot with nothing. Yeah. Because we have this baby talk, but then they have this, I love this little one frame of just the parents silently watching. Yeah. It just fills in the space so well. Yeah. And you can see the whole scene playing out. For sure. On the page, and it's I love like that. It's like very, um, yeah, just the way that he like, like the composition of everything, like it feels very cinematic and the pacing of it is like so easy. Like you're going yeah. through it and like you kind of like, I mean, for me, I want to stop and obsess over each panel, but then, but it's like as a, as a reader who just wants to find out what's happening in the story. It flows. Yeah. It flows really, really well. I agree. And then he continues to talk to the baby. I've got something for you. Mm-hmm. What do you babies like? Babies like. What are you babies like? Babies like. <laughs> Iron? I love that friend, I love that panel where he's holding the uh, the horseshoe out and it's his hand mm-hmm. and the baby's the baby's reaction and this cute little thing goes Yee! I found out to like this yeah. little I imagine like immediately gremlin voice yes like, ah. <laughs> like, oh and so I love funny. he just and he grabs her he, he grabs, grabs it, it by like the, a on the foot with like a poker, like a yeah for a fireplace. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Start talking, Shorty. Where's the baby?" Shorty. <laughs> Immediately, uh, it's revealed that this is a little like gremlin. Yeah, I'm glad that the, that it transforms right away, so it doesn't look at any point like Hellboy is picking up a baby eat. by a yes. little iron. Thank goodness. Thing. Uh, it's burning him. It's yeah, like, <laughs> I love the little. Yeah, I love the smoke coming off where. Um, the poker or the grab or whatever yeah. has a, has the little um, guy. It's like singe has those S's and yeah. then the smoke coming off and it gets it even billows more in the next frame where he's holding the baby up mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Where's that baby?" And then he's like demanding to take the iron off of him. Yeah, I love he's trying to he's trying to it's make like a whipping deal. Whipping him around a little bit. Yeah, and he's squeeing. <laughs> I love that squeeze. <laughs> you can hear it. You can hear the voice with the, on the page. Yeah, I love it's that. so good. Uh, just like this angry little thing and yeah um, yeah he's just kind of threatening him with more like just things that Mignola and that Hellboy of course knows like the like iron hurts these things uh, ringing bells and singing Ave Maria like you know just uh, just stuff that he knows will hurt like it's just a fun threat it's a fun threat to have yeah. that be I'm what he's I'm like he you. knows he's really scared of it yeah and then like the father, he threatens with the father and the ringing bells mm-hmm. and seeing Ave Maria. And then I love it, it just gives in so fast. Yeah, it's just like, it's like okay, no, fine. I can't do with that. <laughs> he's like, not, this isn't like a big, tough monster that he's going up against. He's like yeah. this little, low level gremlin. Yeah, and it's just like, go to the crossroads by the strike of mid middle night under the corpse tree. You look for three rough little men and do as they bid. I can say no more. Yeah. Mercy. I imagine that's exactly, it's like a mix of like a leprechaun voice with like just a little more coarse me or like, yes. Kind of like, it'll probably a little gravel you. in the throat. <laughs> 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 and then he just immediately after he gets the information, throws Chucks the grim into, into the fire. fire. <laughs> He's like, Ooh, hot. <laughs> and then scuttles up into the top, like, yeah. yeah. He flies away. Yeah. It's so silly. I love it's that like, panel, too, yeah. of it bursting out of a chimney, b- yeah. breaking it as like, it goes. Ah, this, like, little mischievous <laughs> creature. It's so um, good. Yeah. They're like, you fuck, you let it go. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. The, the parents are very upset. Like, yeah. how can you not? And he's like, I like he just keeps his calm too because he's just like yeah. you two are going to have to calm down and trust me. Yeah, it's like he knows he knows like the 
like with all of these mythical creatures, there are like laws and rules that they abide mm-hmm. by. So he's like, we're just going to play this game until like I'll figure it out. And But it has to be done this certain way or else they will like you will lose your. Brain. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. They and are a very weird little people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like he's it's I love that. Just in one line, it gives you like history that, oh, he's maybe dealt with this before. Yeah. This same sort of curse. Mm-hmm. or a creature and then yeah then he leaves they warn him of of the crossroads and yeah. the hanging robbers and you can see the little silhouette of the guy kind oh, of yeah, floating he was there outside in the, the window yeah. yeah i didn't i that's weird i never noticed that yeah. well, he's like still floating by it's just like a fun little thing to find like that's such a it's like a neat little hidden detail detail yeah. there yeah i love and then that. this eerie crossroads that you see like this like you can see oh, like the yeah. hangman's like the I don't know what you call that. Uh, I mean, the hangman. I mean, gallows. Is it a gallow for a hangman? Probably. I mean, that's where you'd hang the noose. And he checks his watch. Yeah, a gallows. I love that. I love this. He's he's standing at the gallows. Nice watch. (laughs) Start to hear a little sound off this old rope. You can really feel it. Like the atmosphere is so great. Like it feels like there's a chill and there's the creek. And then at the exact stroke of midnight, he sees the hanged man, like kind of lifting his hand already, and then pointing yeah. silently. And it's ooh, it's so ooh, creepy. and you see three figures that are silhouette coming over like the the trail, yeah, over the hill. And I like how you just address like you. It's fun to like be in a situation where we're scared, yeah. But then our Hellboy is just. Hello, boys. I'm looking for a baby. Boys. Just so yeah. matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no nonsense whatsoever. He's like, He's I like, got it. I'm here right. for a job. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It feels, this part feels very much like law and ordery where they go and talk yeah. to somebody unloading a truck. <laughs> that's <laughs> these guys are like, a funny, that's a great like, it's like analogous. Hey, what do you know about this? And they're like, this is what I know. <laughs> yeah. Baby. And then they're, yeah, they're like playing this little game of like, do we know anything about Bailey? You know, they're little and they're stamps. carrying a corpse with them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're like playing coy. Then they immediately are like, okay, well we can help you. Just what you have to do is take this corpse that we have. Yeah, and it's it was, they get they name him right O'Clanny from Killarney. <laughs> yeah, as fine a loving a man as ever was. I'm gonna do a little Irish accent <laughs> for you. We love him. I love it. Like they're they're like taking care of this guy. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Like at first, you're like, well, yeah. They're just kind of ch- chatting him up. Like, fine, a lovely a man as there ever was, and all that stuff. You kind of get an idea of like who this person was when he was alive. Um, yeah, it still it. surprised me when he taught like. When they first like throw the corpse on him and he starts, he like grabs on. I was like, oh no, like he already has been like it, that scared me for a second. I was like, ah, like, oh, do you if, thought he got already made Like, what do you mean? Like, he's grabbing, like, the corpse grabs onto him and like kind of holds him tightly. And he's like, ah. oh yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, like, hey, not, ah, so tight. So, not so tight. Did you and get like, like, you had I actual thought like, that the, this corpse was, was a trick? Kaput. Like, I thought this corpse was done. And then when oh. he moves, I was like, oh shit, they like already double crossed it. Like, I, didn't know oh, what to I think love of that. It. I love it. But yeah, ya. this is he just like ya. par for the court. This is where <laughs> if I was here instead of Hellboy, I would be like, sorry, baby, I'm done. <laughs> sorry. I'm just going to, I'm going to ghost out on this family, <laughs> this Irish family. To I'm think not. that I would even get this far would be generous. <laughs> I would not. Yeah. I wouldn't, I'm with you on wouldn't that. stand up to ghosts and dead creatures and dead hanging men pointing. Totally. No. But they, oh, I like that they just correct, like, the tightness. They're like, oh, Tammy, you don't want to fall off. Yeah. And they laugh. They're just cracking up, like, this is a fun joke. 
Yeah, and then they are like quick now because they told him they have to bury him at one of these churches, which yeah, they before they say daybreak the, before daybreak. Um, and he agrees because it will get him the baby apparently. Yeah. Uh, at least he's hoping he will. Um, great. And then he heads out with the corpse, which I don't want to get too much into, but the corpse. This is a they they said a brief side note because I've read about um. They reissued this as well, the same story, The Corpse, yeah. along with when the movie came out, the first movie that Guillermo did, they reissued this story as like for 25 cents to kind of get oh cool as advertisement for the movie coming out. Plus, I think it was released in some copies of the movie Ooh. because The Corpse, this is like an element that, that they he adapted into the movie, That's which cool. we'll talk about more when we watch the movie. But yeah, yeah it's, it's in there. If you remember, Oh, sweet. there's a whole part with the, where he has to carry a corpse. That'd be cool to have that little, like one issue version of this. I yeah. I, could, I agree. Yeah, I bet you could find scour it. the internet. Um, do this work rightly. Great. And they like fail on this and the child is lost as they tell him all the information as he will. It's kind of interesting because they, they, they keep Mignola keeps this moving forward. He gets yeah. a lot of this information as we're already in movement towards the first church, yeah. which is very cool. And I like that little panel of the three of them where it's like failing this and the child is lost, like pretty foreboding for yeah. how like chuckly and happy they were before. Like uh, not happy, but they're like kind of playing like this is like, Oh yeah, you just got to do this little errand for us. And then it's like this really eerie, Failing this and the child is lost, and then they have these like serious, stern faces. I agree, it's great. And, and the then smoke another little shot from... of this little, oh, of yeah. the little guy, yeah, the little guy watching Hellboy do his thing, almost like frog like. He reminds me of the frog from back in, um, uh, when uh, at Cavendish Hall or whatever. The uh, I don't think they're like little oh, oh, you mean of the, the frogs? Oh, yeah, the, the frogs yeah. when they run into uh, Liz's room and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, totally. Like almost like this fun little crouching silhouette. Yes, which he, he just likes that pose. I guess he it's likes a good. Po- it, well, it's like it's it's scheming, sneaky little yeah. schemy creatures. Yeah, <laughs> and then Hellboy's headed with the corpse on his back towards the first church. Yeah, gets to it. This moment's really funny. I think locked. I've never broken into a church like he's contemplating. Yeah, been. he's like, hmm. <laughs> he's <laughs> just is, problem solving right yeah. now. Yeah. And this is the first time we see that the corpse can talk. Yeah. Because it says, check the stone over the door. I wonder why he says, ouch. Is it just because he's caught off guard by like. I don't know. Is it because. Is, he, is, is he saying maybe? it right in his, his ear? He's like, ouch. He's like, ow, my ear maybe. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when somebody talks about. right that close to your head, you're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, it can hurt. Oh, boy. I didn't expect you to talk, corpse. And he's like gingerly feeling over the stone and finds it. I'll yeah. be. <laughs> I'll be. It's like. It's like getting into a car, like the classic yeah, like, thing oh. in movies where they look under the visors yes, and people yeah. leave. It's like, it's like, who leaves right. their fucking keys in the visor? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> and then he opens the door. Uh, we see an empty church. I love how he's just so optimistic. He's like, hey, this looks just like the place for you. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. Like with this silhouette of just darkness and maybe like. I like the, it's not like pure black. There's like these little motes of dust and stuff yeah. that's just like floating about. Like you get a sense that this door isn't opened very often. Yes. Um, and yeah. It's and these are like really big, cool. heavy tombs too yeah. in this church. Um, yeah. It's like stone covering over it where he's like, what do you think? And <laughs> lifting up that stone and then so creepy. Ooh, this yeah. huge like night figure. No room. Yes. 
And I like his his response. Again, another thing that would creep us out. Yeah. Hellboy's just like, oop, it's like, damn. Ah, oh, shoot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's he's treating it like you walked up to, you're on a road trip. You yeah. walked up to a Motel 6, the only one in town, and yeah. you're like, is there any openings? And they're like, sorry. Sorry, man. All, all filled yeah. up. And you're like, all right. damn it. I'll okay, I guess I'll just... <laughs> yeah, that's how he's treating it. All right. Like, just an inconvenience when a bunch of skulls are yelling no, no room. room at him while he's car- carrying a talking corpse. So. Yeah, and I, yeah. L- I love that last panel on this page with the close-up. Um, if these were two pages, that would have been the end of the two-page, I think. With that close up in the skull saying, no room. Yeah. Great end to a two pager. For sure. Um, and then we, outside the church, we hear no room. They start to get really aggressive. More skeletons pop out of the ground. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I get the picture. He's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, strike one. <laughs> so where the hell is Karyak Fyad Victorious? What? How do you, I mean, good Lord. I think it. Karyak Fyad Victorious. Vicarious? I don't know. It's Vicarious? like, I'll, I'll say it like that. Jeepers, creepers. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing. My like Irish ancestors are rolling over in their uh, But the corpse <laughs> itself points him in the direction. And I like his responses. More pointing. Yeah, more creepy point. I love the elongation. Ooh. Real quick, on that point that you just said, it was yeah. creepy. The I love the detail of how skinny and long that point is. Yeah. It's very. And Hellboy's like eyes following the direction of it is it's just. Very cool looking. Very cool, like a little narrow panel there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, were, you know, it's, it's so good. Yeah. I love when a panel like that, a simple panel like that, a quiet panel can stand out among yeah. like, even action-y stuff. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, ooh, I don't know. This doesn't look like a whole lot better as they get closer to the <laughs> yeah. gates. He's like, this looks, I bet. He's like already prepared. He's, he's like, like oh, this, well, this is not going to go I mean, the way won't I try want. it because it's here, but. <laughs> yeah. Opens the gate. Mm, okay, what do you think? Yeah. And then we immediately see this flame popping from a, to- a, a gravestone. <laughs> yeah. At a grave. Oh, hang. I like that oh, he's like. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, you delivered it perfectly. Uh, just like, wait a minute. It's yeah. like, wait, yeah. I was looking for a friend of mine is moving to LA and I looked at an apartment for him this morning. And that's what it almost makes me, where it's like, oh, wait, this bathroom doesn't look great. And you yeah. gotta be like, <laughs> you're like, oh, everything looks wonderful. And then. Uh, oh wait! Oh, oh, utilities are how much more a month? Oh, nah. Wait, no, we can't do this place. <laughs> utilities being a flaming corpse. Yeah, that's the equivalent <laughs> for Hellboy, where he's like, "Wait a minute!" I like these. Like, wow, I've never seen that before. He's actually impressed by this a flaming, flaming cool skull, like <laughs> yeah. coming, a flaming corpse coming out. I love it. And they again repeat, more, no, room. "No room," and they get even more aggressive. They like, there's more flaming skeletons. Yeah, no room. And then he's covered, he's surrounded in flames. He's like, Yikes. <laughs> I wonder, like, was this in color when it was published? I forget if. if I'm if not that sure. That's a good question. I would hope so because I love the so color. Much, yeah, the color is great in this one. Like this, like, the people, this like bright yellow, like uh, it's so, so cool. You get like the, like just the immediate change from this kind of like wet sort of like Irish blue cool like scenery and then you get this like immediate like blast of fire like it must have been uh just an immediate change and he's like yikes yikes <laughs> so oh boy no I love that <gasps> yeah and you no, see this huge no. like silhouette of the door that he walked through and flames all over it yes I love that three strike panel. two running out 
Yeah. Cheese it. <laughs> she cheese it. I love that. <laughs> oh, and I love it. Too. And he's all, damn, I'm starting to detect a sort of grim pattern here. <laughs> yeah. And you, you're not smelling any better because earlier Just a he fun mentioned con- how he Like smells. you can imagine Mike reading this folktale and him probably, that's his internal monologue is like, up, oh, strike two. Yeah. He's like, have oh, it. boy. <laughs> Typical Irish folktale, can't it? <laughs> can't happen one, the first time. <laughs> yeah, you got to yeah. try a couple things, get it wrong. He's like, now what? Oh, that's kind of interesting. You see this like, I don't know what, like obelisk sort of like stone structure. Yeah, and it's like floating. Thumping against the ground? Yeah, it's like thumping. I think this is such a fun, weird, like this is where I like, I love when a story like we don't, it, it's not like a deviation where we're not going to complete the story, yeah. but I love it. Like this is like a weird, like left turn we take yeah. to get to the next point where it's like you would expect our brains are expecting, oh, then we're going to go to the, the third one. Yeah. The third like church. But this is like a real fun detour. Yeah. I think yeah. Briefly. And I'm sure it makes perfect sense. If you're like more knowledgeable in Irish folktales, there's pro- these are, I'm sure all references to things that like if, if you were super familiar with, you might recognize, but it's like for a modern comic reader, like an average person who hasn't studied stuff like that. It's, it's, it's like, Oh, what the hell is this? Yeah, like, what? What's going on? <laughs> but you're right. So it's, it's super fun. Yeah. I completely agree for me too. It was like, wait a minute. What's <laughs> yeah. And I hadn't read it for so long. So it was so surprising. I yeah. was like, what? I can't remember this part. I just yeah. remember the burials. Again, another very creepy thing too. Like if you saw the stone moving in the middle of a field, you would shit your pants. Yes. But Hellboy's like, what? Oh, what's uh, that's what's kind this? of interesting. That's curious. <laughs> yeah. And then I love the corpse chimes in. Interesting boy, it's gold down there. Gold. Oh, <laughs> whoa, I'm gonna smack you. <laughs> I love he's getting annoyed by the corpse at this point. Yeah. And then it keeps thumping, and it and there's a reveals a hole. Um, I love this back and forth. It's so I, funny. It's, it's so good. Like he's like, get down there, boy. Fetch me that Fetch gold. Fetch me that gold. <laughs> you can do it. You're big, but you're fast. Fast. <laughs> and then he's like, let me ask you something. It's very practical here. And I love that panel as this conversation because you, you see the corpse, but then you kind of just get a feel of like Hellboy sort of just looking at it with the corner of his yeah. eyes. Like, okay, you're, what's the deal? <laughs> like pragmatic kind of like, <laughs> given your present condition. What the hell would you need gold for? Like just being like so yeah. practical. I immediately like, <laughs> thought of the Pirates of the Never Caribbean ride with this. By that. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it's just like skulls like, and gold. Yeah, just piled up. Love it. And it clearly, I love that just like you get, again, this is another thing I love. And I mean, it's probably obvious to people that read comic books forever. And even I should be obvious on this. I love that like you see the gold. And then we immediately just in this next panel get the idea that Hellboy moved away from it. Yeah, he's like, who cares? Yeah. You don't need this gold. And it's just off of like a (laughs) wide image and then him just, the corpse so mad. Go back! Go back! And it just says so much about Hellboy. He's like not even tempted because one, he knows it's a diversion. He like knows it's a trick, but it's also like, like, you don't need gold. Like he knows immediately when he sees it, he's like, no, I'm not falling for that. And then, but he's... He's also convincing this corpse, like, what do you need gold for? You're dead. <laughs> yeah. Can't take it with you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. 
You're like my old granny. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, shut up. I love when Hellboy gets tested. Yeah, he's like, whatever. Why don't you do something useful, like point out Imogluvafada, and then they- Imog- Imogluvafada? Hi, boy. I bet we could do a lot of research and find these all out. <sighs> I bet you know, we could do places. a lot of things. <laughs> we could do a lot of things, but we're just going to read. <laughs> and then he points at it. I love that wide shot, though, because you see his elongated point again. Yeah, And it's pointing cool. at this- other like it looks like a more ancient temple because yeah, it's like made of rock and stone. Yeah, like a very small structure. Um, and he, they go off to it. I got. I love this. I got the impression we were looking for a Christian burial ground, not here, not this place. Yeah, which gives you the impression that it's like. I mean, if it's pre-Christian, it's like this. It's like, it's like almost Druid, in the other maybe. stories. Yeah, these sort of like pagan sort of like um, structures that were built before any of that came to I- like Ireland. So yeah, it's cool. It reminds me of. Like the stone hedgy kind, stone hedgy kind of structures that we saw in yeah. the stories earlier, uh, where so it's like it's early days of religion. Yeah, just yeah. like yeah, whatever religions predated Christianity coming there. So he's uh, like, well, maybe smack, smack. Yeah. <laughs> big bright um, white um, energy. Yeah, throws him back onto his, his shoulder. Nose is bleeding. Like oh, I love. He's like, Jeez, I didn't see anything. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see anything either. The corpse, the corpse. is chiming in. <laughs> And then smack again. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> yeah, him on his he's back. He's like so far away. He's been smacked like way back from this structure. He's like, this is ridiculous. And yeah, I like just him just a, going, I'm not going to put up with this. Yeah, just a note. Like I imagine like a what? Like whistling or like. Yeah, it's almost like a eerie, siren. I kind of yeah, like a sort of like. But it also gives, it's like a funny thing too. It's like a. It's like similar to me of like the the three little weird men that he ran into yeah. earlier where it's like the sort of like deceptively fun kind of like silly thing where it's like, oh, it's just a whistle. Like probably, I mean, I don't know what this is based on either, but I'm sure it's the kind of thing where it's like, don't get drunk and follow a whistle into a yeah. thing. Like you'll get smacked. Or, like if anything else got hit as hard as Hellboy just got hit, it would be dead. Yes. You know, if like a human walked in there and got hit. But it also, like you just brought up, like it being like, it could be like people saying, don't follow like into caves. Yeah. Don't go wandering off. Don't go like dallying, you know, (laughs) just go home with your drunk ass and (laughs) 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 don't go wandering off the road. Uh, Yeah. Just more like fables. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, screw this. Let's go to kill. Yeah. He's like, I'm done with this. I'm going to try to say it again. smacked around. Oh, there's that coffee beep again if you hear it, folks. Oh, yeah. Uh, screw it. Let's go to <laughs> Kilbrida. I'm going to say it. Hey, that sounds good to me. Uh, I love this. Then this is like this crazy panel full of a... Full of little creatures. I are- might be mistaken, but I think this is a king that's going to be referenced later on because cool. I read a little bit... He looks so cool. I hope he yeah. comes back. Well, because I think... Later on stories, which I wasn't fully aware of until I was reading it about it today, was that this story sort of stood as a, as a loan, yeah. but then it's actually connected to later on stories that will be major darkness calls cool. and uh, the great or the hunt. I'm I'm messing up the tiles right now. Off the top okay. of my head, we'll get to those. But I'm just nodding along. It's very cool to like <laughs> something early on that like. He ends up weaving into the bigger yeah, Hellboy something like story. seemingly kind of small and fun that he's doing. It comes into play later. Yeah, that's neat. It's really that. cool. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, I see where those are sort of connective threads. But so I can't, great. I can't remember where this this elfish or goblin king guy comes from. Yeah, but I guess we'll find out later. Yeah, uh, but it was cool. We have this cool frame with little fairies, a little man in a suit, 
an owl that's on the wrist uh, or hanging on the arm of yeah. this big, this wild king. It's so cool. And they're Which like, gives, I guess, like, it makes me think it's like with the runes and with the owl, like I, I'm thinking of like ancient wise kind of like druidic kind of things again. Like that's what it's making me think of. And it's like they're tucked into this nook of a tree and it's nature and everything. So, and like, uh, yeah, owls are always what, that's my out. Ow- that's the owl stereotype. <laughs> yeah, they're always what? They're always graduating. They're always wise. They're, they're always, always yeah, that's true. <laughs> they have a little graduation cap. Yeah. It's a classic image, <laughs> but it's like also like graduate. That's a bad thing. Cause it's like, that means you just, you just graduated. You just graduated. I wonder where that comes from, too. Like this learned, wise owl. I guess because their expressions are so wise. Like, I, yeah, I, that's a good thing because I've never thought about that. Gotta Google it. I gotta Google We're it. We're gonna have to Google. <laughs> and if any of the listeners know anything about owls, please yeah, if you know email some... us, uh, tweet at us. <laughs> but yeah, I just associate them with like wisdom and stuff. Uh, yeah. So, and it, but it's like this huge creature. I guess these guys are little too. So, yeah, they probably are little somewhat. Yeah. Cause they're hidden in the rocks and stones that have these old like druid circles. Yeah. Or at least I associate them with more ancient religion. Yeah. Cause they're simple symbols. But I love this cause they just have like this really cool, quick conversation about like enough to do his work before the, uh, the beast has survived Imoglifada and has time enough to do his work before the morning. So there's sort of like, he's doing what he was asked to do. Yeah. And then this, this old ancient, um, the wise one, I will call him. He's all, then bring out the child and make her ready to return. We have no choice, but honor. And we should honor this beast above all the creatures of the earth. And then they sort of reference Dakia Jarua, heaven and hell, human come forth as one. Sort of feels like it might be an Italian or something. I'm not. They honor the beast, honor the deal. Though by doing, we die a little bit more. It's like, it's yeah. interesting that they would probably do these little tricks to survive a yeah. little longer. But in, in honoring this, as he says, they're going to like fade away a little more. Yeah. Because I always feel like these old, and this might be just from classic fantasy, maybe Lord of the Rings is a little bit of this. Yeah. These old creatures is always like, you always get this feeling that they did live before man. Yeah. And then it was like man came in and they, they all just fade away. Yeah, it's always that. That's always like this. And it is sad. Like just the idea of like with industrialization comes this like destruction of nature and mm-hmm. including any kind of like folklore and stuff like this, like any kind of magic. Like, of course, it's like, I mean, I personally don't believe in fairies, but it's like, yeah, you should protect nature. Like the, there are important yes. parts of nature. And like that's. This kind of like traditional thing is uh It's part fun of to it. think if it did. Yeah. It, I'm like I, a conspiracy it gives, person. It's like it's like in a it's a um uh oh goodness gracious. Like when you give human traits to something that's not human. My um, god. Oh my god. Uh jeepers, creepers. I know it's persona not personification. Uh now we're gonna have to not edit this out because we're both done. Because we're too stupid. Uh, but as you looked that up, I was saying that I'm anthropomorphic. I, yes, so, anthropomorphic. Yeah. So it's like there anthropomorphizing. Mm. <laughs> but it's like even more that Dear because you're me. creating a creature. You're you're looking at nature, but then you're creating a creature that speaks for nature yeah. versus just giving them human traits. Yeah, which becomes sort of a fad relate, later on. Relate to it, where it's like this is this is important to to us. It should be important, but I totally. think it's like easy for people to to dismiss stuff like this. And that's what, I mean, that's what these all feel like fables for. Like it's kind of like to preserve 
these ancient things. I, I'm with okay. you 100%. And I'm, as I was saying, and I, it's going to sound crazy until I finish the thought. So I have to finish the thought. That's or okay. It'll just sound like a crazy sound. Take bite. a crack at it. I'm a person that doesn't believe in conspiracy theories, just like I don't believe in fairies and stuff. Yeah. But every day I go, wouldn't it be cool if they were all true? Of course it would be so cool. <laughs> like you like it would through... flip our world upside down and it would make it so much more fun and fantastic. Oh, of co- absolutely. <laughs> like that would be amazing. Like completely like, you know. Just I I remember going to um like Kings Canyon National Park and there's all these huge trees. So like the biggest trees in the world by volume. So they're mm-hmm. not the tallest or the fattest, but they're, you know, by volume, they're the biggest. And they're crazy to look at. And when you look at them, you can't help but feel like this very you're like very small and you're like humans aren't like, I don't know, you get kind of caught up in it. And yeah. that's what it feels like. Like when you go into nature and you're like, Fuck, man, wouldn't it be cool if I just lifted a rock and there was like a little guy under there? <laughs> hi, hi. It's a crazy thought. It's but a crazy it's like, thought, but it'd be great. It's like that would be so fucking cool. Like yeah. just because just the idea of like leaving your boring banal responsibilities and then going off onto a cool uh, adventure. Oh my God, that'll never go away. That's like in my bones. That's in every story and like movie and everything yeah, that exactly. I watched as a kid. And it's, it's the shit. I love it. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. And this totally plays into it. And that's why I'm excited that it's like, it doesn't have to be a huge action movie to go back to the movie. Like how you're yes. saying, like it's going to be more folklore. Cool. Great. Yeah. We don't know what that means or what things they'll want to bring into that. Yeah. Like I, I want to see little things of little uh, tiny bits of magic revealing themselves to an otherwise kind of dark world. Like yeah. I think that's neat. That I think you're right. so fucking cool. And speaking of this dark world, I yeah. love this little gremlin guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think he gets a name shortly, but like, um, he off uh, of them honoring Hellboy's yeah, task. Yeah, he's like, we should honor he's, him. Bah, <laughs> bah. The he king is a vengeance. fool. That's where I didn't think he's a king. He says he calls him oh, the king. Yeah. What am I, a dummy? The king <laughs> is a fool. This Hellboy mocks me. He has burned me with iron, and I will have vengeance. So this guy's just he's just an angry shit. little guy. <laughs> yeah. I imagine he has like Beavis's voice almost, like an Irish <laughs> Beavis. He's <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> the king's a fool. The king's a fool. <laughs> like this little fun, like snarfy kind of a voice. I love it. I love him. He's just hopping around. And then a bat's like, hello. Oh, yeah. Gra- That's his name. Grogok? Grogok. And I do believe Grogok comes back later in, later on, but I might be mixing up I think up you might be characters. wrong because there's, there, you'll see what happens to, I, if I'm remembering yes. right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. But I do, I think I'm, why I'm mixing it up is because <laughs> the pig, the pig does come back oh, okay, later cool, into cool. further, in Later on, okay. but blah blah. I I, I don't want to tease because yeah. it's stuff I'm not like fresh on, but That's it's all okay. good. But the I love that a bat threads. talks to him. Yeah, the, ba- the bat's like, talking to him. Hey, uh, what's what's that what you, you got, got there? <laughs> and I love it. He just like real lets it out. Like yeah, this is what I love about comic books is sometimes when people say stuff out loud, you're like, you should have kept that to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's all this this I've stolen from that old man whose only job in life was keeping it from the likes of me. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> And he like <laughs> yeah. take he's taking this giant key yeah. down into like a creek or a lake of some sort. Yeah. And he's like, Jenny Green Teeth, wake up, my love. He yeah. dips the key into the or he dips his hand into the water. And then this little creepy creature pops yeah. out. Yeah, this is a, like another hand. piece of Irish folklore. Yeah, Jenny Green Teeth. Super creepy. Yeah. It's almost like a weird version of uh uh and this might play into the and I might be missing something because I'm not um, fresh on the big storylines. I was just realizing this is sort of like, what's her name from the water and King Arthur. Oh, uh, like the lady in the lady lake? in the water, yeah. but it's like a creepy version, but that might yeah. play in later. 
Hint, I guess hint. Some, ooh. Uh, <laughs> but I can't remember if it, this is directly with that. Yeah. Readers will, I mean, listeners could probably I think fill I just in, like but. skimmed Wikipedia about her and she's just like, it's like another kind of thing that's probably like a warning to keep little kids away, away from, from water, water and stuff. And they also use it to describe like when there's like algae on the top, of like the surface of like a calm oh, pool of water. That's Jenny Green Because like, yeah, because they, they call it that because it's like, Lauren, like especially for little kids, they like don't think about it and they walk into it and then get fucking drowned. Yeah, drowned. It's all or, just it's all just like fables to be like, don't go walking around. Like Ireland's dangerous get, in the dark. Don't get in water you don't know anything about. <laughs> you need light in Ireland. You can't see. You've uh, had a couple. You've had a few. I love uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I love it. He gives her the key. Says this is a very old one. The old, or he says. Do us a favor, go unlock that old box down there. You know the one, the very old one. Mm-hmm. She's like, log. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's blood for you, Jenny. Fingers and toes for Jenny Green Teeth. That's my girl. I almost, off that little bit of dialogue, is he sort of tricking her as well? I mean, he's Because he, he's a conniving little guy, because he's like, there's yeah. going to be blood for you. And I wonder if that's a little convincing, a little bit of a scheme on his part, too, to get her yeah, to do I bet his every bidding. every sentence out of his mouth is like, in some way, like, <laughs> tricking somebody. He's always like, stealing keys and switching babies. Yeah, he's switching, probably... Stealing <laughs> keys and switching babies. Oh. That's his MO. So he's like, come on, it's something good for you. Like, yeah. letting her do it. She seems more than happy to do it anyway. She pretty Very willingly much. takes it and goes down immediately. Yeah, into the depths of this, this water. And yeah. there's like a big old, like, tomb with ancient markings on it that she makes her way towards. And yeah, these long, creepy fingernails. Oh, yeah, and she clicks. clicks. that key in. Oh, that's, you said it better. I said clicks. <laughs> it's, a, it's definitely a clack. There's an A in there. <laughs> Clicking and clacking. Uh, and I love it. He's all, then we go to a close-up of the corpse. And, or not a close, like a medium. Yeah. A really cool minimalist uh, panel of him saying, kill Bria. So we're at the this final like church. like C-3PO and Chewbacca shot. Oh, that's a great way to put it. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, this is it. This is it or nothing. So it's this, this, no matter what, no fooling around. Yeah. And then he's about he's to. He's kind of like psyching himself up yeah, as like, much as anything. Oh, he's like, on. all right, this has got to be, this is it, man. <laughs> yeah. I got to get done with this task. Yeah. And then he's, there's a bridge outside on the way to this old ruins of the church. Yeah. We see a little close up of like a little bloop, something coming out from under the, mm-hmm. we're like, uh oh, what's coming? Hellboy sort of senses it silently. Like. And then there's a thud from underneath the the um, bridge. The corpse senses it even yeah, before he's like trouble. Like trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and then boom. Yeah. Through this awesome, like boar headed, big crazy creature, like awesome, <sighs> like classic Magnola monster to me. Yes. Now. Just like humanoid, but also big lanky arms and just like ape like and kind of like crazy with this um, monstrous head. Yeah, and he Huge has like irons. Teeth, big tusks. Yeah. Like even his like frog creatures had big tusks. Like yeah. he just loves to draw this kind of a thing. And, and it works. I love to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. And this little guy hopping off of the shoulder, like, where's your iron now, Hellboy? Get yeah. <laughs> I love it. Him just he's so vengeful, that mm-hmm. little dude. Uh, behold, free at last, Grum, <laughs> war monster, champion of Kanak, champion of Queen Mib. See, I think that's gonna all play in later, just so you know. Yeah. Um, from now that I'm putting things together, cool. who fought Sue Trelawney in the Valley of the Deaf, and now this is the wildest part. <laughs> the guy that wants his vengeance immediately gets grabbed by the creature yeah. he's freed, <laughs> and then 
eating yeah, him. crunches him down. Where it's like, that's what I was like, I don't think you see this yeah, guy anymore. Right. Like, He's done. <laughs> I think uh, that's a wrap on uh, on him. Yeah, and then I love this next thing because we, after this little guy's gone, Grom is just all about, he's just mean and wants to take down Hellboy. Yeah, he's like, I'm just going to crush whatever's in front of me. So and much I, for that little guy. <laughs> and I love this back, I mean, it's a weird ass shot of our monster, but I yeah. love it, the detail in the belt and sort of like yeah. he's wearing like a, like a toe, like I don't know what you would call that, like, uh, oh just my his gosh, little like, uh, wrap around his yeah. crotch, but his tail's yeah. coming through it. Um, and then he hits Hellboy, he gets a good one on him. Yeah. Really yeah. whacks him good, sends him flying. Ooh. <laughs> oh, and I, I, I don't want to make a stick that, like, after watching that little guy got eaten by this monster, he just says, so much for that little guy. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he, like, had no plans on killing him. He was like, oh, well, there he goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he kind him. of a you get what you give sort yeah, of a thing. He's exactly. like, so much for him. I guess he's gone. <laughs> well, you had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, he's like, he's like not totally afraid or anything. Of course, he's like never like really shaken by these kind of big creatures. It seems like he has to fight them all the time. But he's like on a time crunch. He's like, I got to get the this guy buried before. The yeah, I love it. Up. He's like, we don't have time for this at yeah, all. So he's like reaching into his bag of tricks. Like, what do we got here? What do we got? <laughs> well, yeah. And he's like, where is it? Oh, I saw it the other day. I use this. I don't know any of these specifics, but I love those specifics. Cornelius Agrippa's charm against demonic animals. Like he's got a very specific, he's like, maybe this will work. It's yeah. uh, it's for demonic animals. He's like kind of thinking like, thinking this out loud, like worked great for this giant vampire cat of Kyoto. Uh, <laughs> I love this that. thing is like a giant pig man situation. Like he's trying to think like, maybe this will these work. Things all work by rules. So he's like thinking about the rules of this creature. He's like, so would a thing that works for animals work for a creature? Like it's, it's almost like it's not. Um, oh, it's, it's almost, it's not like meta necessarily, but it he's, it's like him thinking out loud for us like yeah, we're totally. thinking that where it's like it's just a fun little thing like it could like he didn't have to acknowledge that like oh maybe this would work maybe it mm-hmm. wouldn't but it's like a fun thing of like it's very relatable like he's problem solving on the job right now and it's like something that you might like it's analogous to something where you're like i don't know maybe this will work and yeah you it's take like a crack at something i immediately think of a coder who's like this website there has a problem yeah and i have to go into the code you well, have could to be this yeah it you could have to troubleshoot yeah so he's like troubleshooting this demon right now he's on like, the move after getting it? hit and i love how he says that this this artifact is is on loan from the vatican library yeah like i like details like that i love the like in the shot when he's grabbing hellboy by the by the coat here. Yes. It's like, hey, hey, wait up. <laughs> yeah, he's no, he's caught off guard. He's like, wait, I'm, I'm trying to get my- I'm trying to figure like, this out. <laughs> yeah. And then just all of the detail, like all of the sinewy muscles and kind of like little X scratches, like all of these little kind of hairs sticking up. Mm-hmm. Um, just great details. Like you really can feel the the like texture of this, of this thing. Yeah, I agree. The monster is very, yeah, the detail and you're there with Just it. rough. And like, you imagine like hard, like he's very, Oh yeah. yeah just, and these he's like pure leather straps. Yeah. And hooves like cloven kind and of these claws. straps seem like something that maybe he was put in. I can't figure out if he's, yeah. Like, who knows if he was like working for some queen or something, yeah. like maybe, you know, he's, he's just, the, but he's pretty much this like juggernaut, like this mindless 
killing machine who's just popping little guys into his mouth and he's not he's not even like articulating anything he's just like making snouty grunts like pig like i imagine like deep deep pig like like snorts or something yeah and who knows how long he's been in that tomb he's probably just like disoriented and angry pissed it's like when you (laughs) wake up and you're like where am i you know how when you wake up and you don't know where you are yeah that's a normal thing And he gets another good hit, almost, mm-hmm. and Hellboy almost loses the little charm. Yeah. But he grabs it in his hand. It's a cool little fun action hand shot. Of doom, yeah. Boom. And then hits him with it. And then wham, it sends him back. And it's like, yep, yes, that's working. <laughs> and I love it. He's like, I love when things work. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he, oh, thank you. Like it did. It did. And he gets a good uh, uppercut off. And- yeah. And you see him immediately start to decrease in size. Like, He's, uh, yeah, he's less formidable with each punch from Hellboy. Yeah, and he's all, that's all for you, War Monster. Until like, he Get turns lost. into a little cute yeah, guy. He, he's like a little cute, uh, he's a little, little pig, cute little, pig yeah, man. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine just little grunts, like tiny little grunts. That's all for you, War Monster. Um, Get I will, lost. <laughs> I will tease you. It will be a while we get there, but. He will return if you like him. I'm excited. I'm um, excited. Because that's just a cool character. He's just a cool He is a design. cool, and he's designed very well. Yeah. A and lot he, of fun. And like he sort of gives him a threat as he runs away. He's like, if I had more time, like he would kick, keep kicking his shit. Yeah. Out of him. It's like, he, I would finish you off, buddy. And then the corpse is like, kind of brings him back to his task. He's like, oh, what? what help, you? help. <laughs> he's like, come on, almost there. We got to go. But then he has, he's like, I lost my arm. So he's right by the water. Yeah. Um. So he's like. Oh, all, all the flies around his, like, even like flying around his, um. Uh, his speech bubble like really gives me a sense of what he sounds like with probably like yeah. this dusty, dry corpse sound. And he's just like rotting away. Yeah, just you, gross. Ugh. And then he gets so obsessed with his lost arm. He's like, yeah. and Hellboy clearly doesn't want to deal with it. He's like, you yeah, he's can like, do it without it. You're dead. Yeah. It's <laughs> like the gold. gold. You yeah. can't... Like, what are you complaining about? I need it. That's my arm. He's like, okay, one quick look. He, I love one quick look is him jumping him. in water. Yeah, <laughs> leaping into a bog. And he's like, all these like bubbles around him. Big old Runs fish. right into Jenny Green Teeth, chomping away. And then just hits her. Yeah. One good like, swipe. Doesn't have time for this. He has yeah. to take care. He can't even threaten. He's just like, bonk. Let, let's, makes her let go of that arm. Grab. I'll be back for you, you horrible thing. I love that his little threats, like, oh my gosh, yeah. how many things do I have to deal he's with like putting here? putting pins and stuff where he's like, oh God, I'll take care of this in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> today it would be crunch. like, it'd be like him adding it to a, a task app. Yeah. All right. It's like, okay, that's just on the list now. Sun's coming up. No time. No time. That's hand. I love he comes up, it's, they've been dug. I'm, I'm assuming yeah. it's been dug out by those little creatures. Yeah. He's like, that's handy because yeah. it's like a, already a grave dug with a shovel. Um, talking to the corpse like end of the road, pal. Can't say I'm gonna miss you too much. Well, there you go. Just throws <laughs> yeah, him in head first, unceremoniously tosses him into the <laughs> into the grave. Here, you're smelling pretty darn bad. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Thank you, Granny. He gets a little like digging on him because he called him his grandma earlier. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, just stay in there. Yeah, Barry's done. He just quickly fills in the grave. Mm-hmm. And I love this little back and forth at the end when, like, the guy that we saw from hanging out with the king. Yeah. And his Maybe his, like, song. advisor or some, like, somebody yeah. close to him where, yeah. And he's just like, yes, you owe me a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's, like, kind of just talking about, he's like, we wouldn't have hurt her kind of a thing. Like, it would have been all right. And he's like, 
uh, yeah, but she would live under a log and not be yeah. able to be a human. I love that. It's like he, unkind. <laughs> yeah, I love when he digs in. He's like unkind. Come on, come on. And I love he does a little plead of like his because he's clearly like an ancient race that's dying off. Yeah, and he's like, "There's no living child of our race has been born into this century. No more will ever come. We know this. The years they beat us, uh, the years they beat upon us like the ocean upon a stone. We are worn away. Yeah. And what's Hellboy's response? Yeah, he's that just little like, girl's parents, girl's don't, parents care. don't care. <laughs> um, like, mm, yeah, more's the pity. And we just slowly, as soon as I think the kink will gather us and march us down to the shadows into the world where the old people go. This is like a sad, yeah, bittersweet ending. It's like for a this. sad motivation for the like. It makes it a little richer too because they're not just like mindless evil beings. It's just like a. It's exactly that like plea of like. Uh, like where the where are the children of the earth? Like that's the sons of Adam, of course, mm-hmm. like humans. Um, and then we'll be gone, and it'll and it'll just be like that. Yeah, and he fades away into like a cold, very cold blue. Yeah, he just really, and then it's it like appears gray blue. around the fairies, which looks like it's. I like the idea that. The fairies, those little fairies delivered the baby. Yeah, like I imagine like a little like cluster of them and then kind of spreading away and the baby's left there like the baby looks like, you know, not scared or anything, just like kind of placid. Yeah. And then this is so funny. Yes, the last three panels <laughs> are brilliant. So funny. He gives the baby a little tap with the iron. You're okay. <laughs> Good thing. You're not you're not another trick. Yeah, just had to double check, you know, these little Irish folk creatures are yeah. tricky people. Like. <laughs> and then a little fairy flying away, mm-hmm. and then he just is like, now it's morning on the like the the hills of Ireland, just saying, I think someone's gonna be happy to see you. Yeah. And then her little like her little like baby crying. <laughs> yeah. That baby <laughs> doesn't baby know the shit that it's actually killing. been in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I get it. And that's the end. And that's the end. That's so, the corpse. So, it's a great little story. It's so fun. Um, I loved it. I love it. It's a little fun little tale. Yeah. Um, we're gonna take a quick break now. Um, and we'll be right back. And we're just gonna, I'm pretty much fly through our discussion of the next little shorter story. Yeah. The Iron Shoes. Woo. We'll be right back. Hey. Whoa. Stop. Hey, now, I know what you're thinking. This is an advertisement, and I want to hit that little button that goes forward 15 seconds. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. We got to tell you about our podcast, TV Tunes. It's great, and you're going to love it. I'm David. I'm John. We host a podcast uh, where every week a new guest comes and talks about their favorite cartoon from their childhood. Yeah, join us on Campfire Media as we become your new favorite podcast. It's going to happen. Now you can fast forward because we're done, right? Yeah, the other podcast you're listening to. Whoa. <laughs> Welcome back to Aw Crap, a Hellboy podcast. And now we're going to get right into our next very, very short story. Yes. That was <laughs> that he uh, titled The Iron Shoes. And he has just another really brief story that he wrote kind of based on another folktale. There's uh, I couldn't like find one in particular in like my very brief search for like that. This one's based on this guy, yeah. Oh, okay. But um, but it's it's just kind of like I don't know. Well, this is definitely this story came from when they decided to collect the corpse after it had gone through those those two page releases. When they decided to collect it, they he wrote this six page story, the Iron Shoes, um, to fill out the issue. Oh, cool. That's what it directly was why this just kind of an extra little like yeah. And I think and then he also says he just likes the title. 
he loves the how he I think he says in here. Let me read the intro. Yeah. This is the intro he provides this. He says, When it came time to collect the two page corpse installments, I was faced with a problem. The story wasn't quite long enough to fill a comic. I added a new first page, the title page, but didn't want to try adding new story pages. By now, I liked the story and didn't want to mess it up. This is Magnola, by the way. Yeah. So I came up with the Iron Shoes because I liked the title, The Corpse and the Iron Shoes. Yeah. Which sounds cool. Yeah. And he's like, I'll be the first to admit that this isn't really a story, just a weird <laughs> little incident. But that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like the use of the experts at the beginning as a way to throw some folklore at the reader. It's a trick I plan to use again one of these days. Yeah. So it's a cool. I like I like Magnola's, again, this is, I think, why I like his storytelling as well as him off the page. Mm-hmm. He just seems very um, humble. Yeah, the way like, he finds the story. This is what it was. It was like, yeah, there's not much. Like, I thought it sounded cool, and then, like, that's kind of it. Yeah, exactly. And it's a, and it's just a nice excuse to throw some other cool little pieces of art at us. Um, yeah. And all right, let's dive in. Yeah, so he just gives you a little like brief like rundown from some seated historians, like just telling you. Edwin D. Wolf, folklorist, demonologist, and professor of medieval literature at Trinity College, just talking about, um, like, generally, iron repels fantastical creatures, but some of them, like, he's kind of saying there are exceptions to every rule. Yeah. Jack and the Irons, the Yorkshire Giant, Black Iron Tom of the Laxley Mines, all things that we should Google if we're, you know, if we're and interested in And most horrible of them all, a thing only known as... The, the iron, iron shoes. shoes. Sorry if I cut you off there. No, oh my God, not at all. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, just this cool title page there. And then, yeah, it kind of gives you an idea of like, ooh, creepy. This is Yeah. Weird. And then we get a little more information from Catherine Boggs, mm-hmm. assistant director of the English Folklore Society. Iron Shoes is certainly the most bloodthirsty of the old bo- border goblins. <laughs> yeah. He lives in ruined towers, particularly those with an evil history and preys upon unsuspecting travelers. Great. So fun. Fun quick intro to like what, at least what we're going to get into. Yeah. I love that. Just like sets you up. And it's like, it's like if you, cause just from reading the last one where you see him using iron to ward off these other creatures, it's like a fun little way to be like, oh yeah, but, but there's also this and here's why it works. Uh, so yeah. don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. And, and then yeah, Ireland, 1961, a couple years after the events of the previous comic. Um, so I guess he's just hanging out around Ireland for this time, or I don't know, he goes back and forth. Could, like yeah. he told Abe in the letter last time that he comes back to the to England every now and then. Right. So. And I mean, he could have been dealing still with like, you know, Jenny Greenteeth. He said he was yeah, going to go back. Yeah, just taking care of business <laughs> over in the UK. But I love that the introductory establishing shot with that one like ruined tower. That yeah. He, I think that's a beautiful first panel to open up the story with yeah it gives you like a nice idea of this desolate sort of coast like i don't know if it's coastal or not i mean you see this kind of blue on the horizon yeah yeah Um, and a lot of ireland is known for like being coastal yeah like being right there on the on the by the sea and then he's just looking up at this uh and these birds make me think of that too these kind of like birds flocking around the top of the tower and he's just Mm -hmm. checking it out Hello in there. <laughs> yeah, I love that, like, Just yelling like, into the tower. Knock, knock. <laughs> um, yeah, he's like, sees a skull, and then after that, hello, anybody home? But he does have his gun drawn like he's expecting. Yeah, he's being casual, but he's like, there's something. Yeah, he's like, I'll just go in there. Not guns ablazing, but guns ready. Yeah, I'm here for and a reason. Yeah. <laughs> and then immediately, a bunch of spears fall from the ceiling. Yeah, the last thing you would expect, too. Yeah. <laughs> 
just skewering his like his thigh and he's ripping it up out of his thigh. Ho ho! Come closer, like a little kind <laughs> I of. I love his voice. <laughs> oh, and one of the spears—I didn't even catch. Like one of the spears that hits him in the fucking. Yeah, he like leg. yanks it out oh. of there. It looks pretty deep. It almost yeah. Like it goes through his blood leg. is coming out the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's the blade. Yeah. It pops out his leg. That's ugh. Yeah. It's and like just shock. <laughs> ugh. And he gives like a quah, but he's he's you know he's Hellboy. He's gonna just. Take it on the chin or on the leg and keep moving. Yeah, I mean, he goes directly up the stairs immediately yeah, like, after ah, getting speared. And then walk. A huge stone falls from the, I guess, presumably like ripped from the top of the tower. Um, I love this introduction of this creature. I just yeah. realized because he's so, I love, <laughs> it's funny third, one, it's talks in third person. Yeah. And it's very boisterous of itself, boisterous yeah. of itself. Like it's such it's very narcissistic. Yeah, he's which got is got very a little funny. like I am the most vi- like you just imagine this like yeah, violent little like love. Or not third like, person is the wrong way to say it, but yeah. Sorry. He's got this little no, he's got this little he, uh, yeah, third person. well, I'm yeah, he's I guess not he says the my iron shoes, iron shoes mine. yeah. But I love he's like live or die, win or lose, best beware. <laughs> my iron shoes like you kind of like comes stomping down. He's pretty big. He's not yeah. like he's not like this teeny little guy. This is certainly like a boss battle. He's a <laughs> oh, that's a good yeah. It's definitely a boss battle. <laughs> and he's for like all our gamer listeners. Yeah, and he like, but Hellboy lets him you know uses his own momentum against him and has him fly out a window of yeah. the tower. And he's like ah, like very much like a Looney Tunes esque kind of a move. But he he's has like, crazy ah, teeth. You. Yeah. Ah, screw you. I yeah, love and he like grabs him with this little either like rope or cord or something yeah. wraps it around his uh, neck and you hear just a twang kind of as the rope goes taut. Yeah. And he's but heavy. Then, yeah. He's too heavy. The iron shoes, the momentum whip Hellboy out of the, of the window of the tower, along with some debris and stone, like loose stones from this presumably super old building. And this is one of my favorite classic moments of Hellboy and why I love Hellboy too. And his yeah. classic characters being pulled literally out of a tower, breaking stone as he goes. <laughs> and he's just like, ah, damn. Ah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go it's as like, I, I thought didn't it would. Wanna f- I didn't, this is not the way that I wanted to leave this tower. Yeah. And then you see this really funny stretched out silhouette of iron shoes like at the bottom here with his like <laughs> yeah. little fingers wide and like uh, wide open circular eyeballs yeah. like he didn't expect to you know he got caught by surprise here too yeah he lands on him with a thud and like looks like he just wraps him up like hog ties him yeah totally <laughs> and i love that moment just like Fighting a demon in just a sloppy, fun way. Yeah. So delightful. And it's just like literally one panel of a fight, but you get the sense of it too. Like yeah. he's he's still fighting back. He's still scrappy. Iron Shoes is like trying to probably kick him and he's like, and then you see the immediate, it's like cut to the immediate aftermath of him dragging him across this <laughs> lawn towards the ringing bell of a church. Uh, back to this priest. He's like, well, now, Hellboy, uh, what's that you got there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, the priest is even as casual. Yeah, he's like... It's not uh, what I expected. Yeah, he's like, he, he's, I guess, just uh, in the middle of the Irish countryside, you're used to these kind of creatures being right. bothersome. It's like, special delivery, Father Mike. He's an ugly one. <laughs> Help! <laughs> and as he throws him into, like, I'm guessing he's not in the... The I chapel guess he, just he's like almost he's not in there just yet. He's like right outside. He throws him in yeah. And you hear, I guess it like 
The Kim, bell is ringing as, as he's he getting closer. It, yeah, as soon as he hits the ground, he shatters like, you know, like he turns to stone. Like stone yeah. yeah. So I guess that kind of like, that's what it makes me think of the previous story as well. Cause he's threat. He threatens that little goblin with like, I'll have the priest coming in here singing Ave yeah. Maria ringing bells. So it's like, yeah, that's why he would have been afraid of it. Um, yeah. So he's like, ah, oh, that, that's all right. You'd be wanting these shoes. <laughs> I love you. I mean, I would assume you're like, you're a paranormal investigator. You'd probably want to take some. Yeah. He's like, right, you might, do you need give these? Them to the bureau? Do you need these or anything? <laughs> yeah. Do you need this as evidence or whatever? It's like, sorry about the mess. Um, thanks. No, thanks, Father. I'm I'm traveling like this year. Why don't you hang on to him for me? Lovely. <laughs> and it just puts him at the foot of this like Christ figure, this uh statue of Jesus. Yeah, what a fun end panel. Yeah, just like no, all right, we'll just keep him right here for <laughs> Yeah. I love it. That's it. Just a, yeah, the end. Like that's a really quick, fun little bit like mostly like comedy like it's not even the a, a thing that i was thinking too when i was reading them earlier i was like it's just nice to see a little one where it's like he wraps it up real quick he's in and out he does his job it like not every single one of these stories is him fighting i mean the worst there was thing. a huge yeah. there was a huge monster but yeah not every single fight is this apocalyptic crazy fight sometimes he does just take care of business for people like it's like this little creature's running amok mm-hmm. and could you come take care of him for me and <laughs> it's like yeah sure it's like a it's a nice little slice of hellboy's life yeah to get this idea like yeah sometimes he just takes care of business and it's pretty uneventful but it's still fun to look at and and well, pretty th- funny i think it sets up a lot and what makes it a rich story going forward too with these little side ones yeah is Hellboy is an extraordinary creature. We've all we we already know that by now. He's a de- half demon. Um, he ha- he has incredible strength. He can, fu- you know what I mean. There's these big things he's gonna have to deal with. Yeah. But really, the most interesting thing is what he's gonna have to like deal with internally. Yeah. It's not about like, oh, what's the hardest fight we can give him. It's more of like, what is the what's behind the fight or like why are things like what's he gonna have to deal yeah. with. Yeah. And it makes me think too, like just the little bits of dialogue where. He's saying like, oh, I'm traveling light this year. And he's, you know, he's presumably stayed in Ireland for from 1959 to 1961. And it's like, well, what's he doing? Just like, like kicking around this part of the world for Mm -hmm. because, you know, that he's like usually up to something like, is he just distracting himself, trying like not to think about stuff or he's, well this, this is before is he way. found out this is just yeah. a task because this is from the 60s oh yeah yeah so he hasn't even like this is literally just hellboy like doing tasks yeah maybe he well that's what makes he me think too it's like he's hits. like i come i come back to this church every now and then um when in his letter to abe sapien in the last story and it's like oh maybe he like went for a visit and then was like you know what i'm just gonna hang around here for a little mm-hmm. while i'm just gonna <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna keep i'm gonna take care of a lot I'll of keep a low creatures. profile and just like go help out some people in the countryside yeah something like that like it just develops the character even more i agree yeah it's even a rich it's not like history. there's nothing overt it's not like any it's a lot of stuff implied and it's uh just fun well i think it is fun it's like it's it equates to like sort of like of recently we're we're reading this and we're recording this around the time that Solo came out. Yeah. And Solo like does this in the wrong way where it's like, why don't you just give us an adventure with a young Solo? Mm-hmm. But 
they wrap it up so much in winking and trying to make it and remind you that you're watching a Star Wars movie, even yeah. though you're like, I'm fully aware of that. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> yeah. this is fun. This does that in the best way. Yeah. It's like a little, like, Mignola might like sort of cut himself short by saying this is just an incident. It's not really a story, mm-hmm. but it's fun to know, like, as readers, we're going to fill in that in a little bit of like, yeah. what cool things would Hellboy do? And this it's is just, just showing us a snippet flavor. of it. Yeah. It's like, it's, it really, it's just an, another situation. Hellboy as a character is so fun. So what situation can we put him in? And how would he act in that little scenario? And it's not, it doesn't have to be this like crazy fleshed out long story. It can just be him like punching out a little mischievous like gremlin or whatever wears iron shoes yeah wears iron (laughs) shoes and he's just like and he he takes his knocks too he gets stabbed in the leg like Mm -hmm. you know it's like what for him to get to a point in these other stories where he's not ho-hum about big crazy monsters but he's like oh yeah i've seen that before so where has he seen it before yeah and this is like a little way to show you this is his kind of history and like why he's so nonchalant and like casual about mm-hmm. scary monsters. He like deals with them all the time. Yeah. And we get to see the snippet of it. Yeah. And it's really like, it's cool. I'm with you a hundred percent. So on that. fun. Uh, great. Um, any f- final thoughts about either of these stories or any favorite panels of dialogue or anything? It just makes me want to get a book of Irish folktales or something. That's great. Like, it just makes me want to like pick this up and like take a look at it. Cause they're all like, they kind of have a little, at least the way that, Mignola tells it there's like a little bit of humor in them too where it's like um kind of like here's a story about somebody who did the wrong thing so you better learn from it like that kind of like kind of like cheeky sort of like funny way of warn of, of mm-hmm. telling a warning and I don't know it's just funny to me uh, I'm with you I, wanna, w- yeah, I wish you I do wish out. I knew more of the specifics I'm probably yeah. too lazy. I mean, I'm fine up, not knowing you don't to need to like the to fact, like just, just literally him saying like, this is from an old folktale. Yeah. It's okay. And it's like, exactly. all right, great. Like, so it kind you of, thank fills you in for the doing the me. research. Mr. Yeah, right. <laughs> that interests you. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so much more fun through your filter instead of like maybe feeling like a uh, English, like an Irish lit assignment or something. Yeah. Where you're like, Oh, uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this, but I will. Yeah. But I mean, it does make me curious about it. It makes me want to like check out maybe like some of that stuff. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'm a little, maybe. Well. <laughs> I wanted to point this out in the library edition. Um, uh, they, they did a reprint of the cover for the corpse. Oh, that's really and I think is gorgeous. I'll, uh, when this releases, I'll, um, post a picture of it because yeah. it's online. You can find it with the, the title and everything. But the reprint in the library edition is just, it looks almost like it's watercolored. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's clearly not, but I love it. Don't you think that's a gorgeous it, yeah, cover of yeah. the corpse on his back? It's so cool. With the fairies in the bottom. And it's just such a great color, too. Yeah, the, he's like walking tone. across these like boulders and <laughs> yeah, just the corpse kind of like clacking and clicking along there. yeah and he's great like he has like that's, his that's the sounds teeth of the grinned mm-hmm. like and he's holding the arm like he's trying to make sure it doesn't go too tight on around his yeah. neck yeah yeah <laughs> it's like he's pulling a turtleneck away like, from come him. It's on like, ah, this is a little tight i love that yeah but that's a beautiful cover i think super that's good worth looking at um great i love that yeah. um we want to hear from you um this is our final episode for this first season of Mm -hmm. ah crap a hellboy podcast (laughs) so thank you for listening all out there we'd love to hear your feedback about the show um positive negative i don't know we'll take it all we just want to hear from you guys out there listening to the podcast um you can 
Email us at awcrapahellboypodcast at gmail.com. As well as you can follow us, tweet at us, um, or send us messages on Instagram. With Instagram, it's awcrapahellboypodcast. And on Twitter, it's awcraphellboy. And then please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred Apple your preferred podcast app. Um, we again, we just want to hear from our listeners. We really appreciate you. Um, we love it. We love yeah. doing this. We love to hear from you. Um, before we close out, anything that this sparked that you would want to like refer to them to read or watch or see or anything? I guess if you guys know about Irish folktales, tell us about it. Oh, and see, please like, if do. You have any, or like, you know what it makes me think of too? Like haunted kind of set. Like if you, uh, I don't know. If you ever been to Ireland, maybe if you ever saw anything that was like creepy or ghost like there, tell me all about it. Cause you know, pre- you know, in the cold light of day, I don't believe in that shit, but I love to hear about it. I would, I would like be so open to hearing if anybody has like a creepy story or something. Like Ooh, that. I have a ghost story. If you I'll ever lifted you. up a rock or saw a little guy, you have a ghost story. Yeah. I'm not going to, we'll talk about it off mic. Sorry, yeah. listeners. Um, we might even not even do it right now. I'll tell you, I have one. We'll go out. We'll have like a drink. Sounds I'll tell great. you about it. I did it one time. I've done it. I've told about it twice on stage. Oh my God. Growing up. I cannot wait to hear this A little story. teaser. Maybe the listeners will one day get it, but not today because we're out of here. Um, well, thank you again. Um, see you next season. Bye. <laughs>This is Patrick. And this is Mark, co-host of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we're your home for all things Nintendo. On Tuesday, we're talking about the latest Nintendo news. And on Thursday, we're doing deep dives into specific corners of the Nintendo universe. Ranking the Koopa Kids. Determining who the best Smash Fighter is. That's Nintendo Cartridge Society on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcast. Campfire.